Good morning. Um, it is 11.31 and you're listening to the XX Files. I'm Miranda and I'm very excited to introduce to you someone who's in the studio uh, with me today. Her name is Sherzad Arshadi and she's a Montreal-based interdisciplinary artist. I feel like that word has never been more appropriate to use. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm really excited to have her here today to talk about a sound theater piece called Forbidden Voices. Hi, Sharzad. Hi, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I thought, I thought we'd just talk about, start um, by talking about that word interdisciplinary and maybe all of the, the many, many mediums that it seems that your practice uses. And yeah, how did, how did that come to be? Was there one that, that was the first one? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, gateway? <laughs> yes, I, uh, I, I really don't know. It's just, I guess it happens like this. I, I, I'm a trained photographer and then start doing uh, documentary films and then start doing performance and my uh, I, my passion is radio i always loved radio in my life i was listening to radio since I, since very early and mm -hmm. i had my own radio transistor radio that i was bringing to my bed listening to it uh, quietly oh, wow. and uh, for me even though i'm trained as a a visual artist, but uh, uh, voice is or sound is very very important. It's it uh, it touched me, always touched me more deeper than any any other kind of art. And uh, I think it's it happened. Things happen, and and I start doing sound, and I did this uh, the first sound theater a few years ago, which uh, it's called. It is only sound that remains. It was with few other artists, two very wonderful friends and artists, Mo Clark and uh, Caroline Kunzel, that we, we did this uh, project, and uh, which we are going to actually perform again in October here in Montreal. Oh, okay. And then, then, I, but then I very recently, about a year ago, I, I thought about doing this Forbidden Voices. Hmm. And that you were there. <laughs> I was there. So, so the reason that I that I know about Shahzad, I guess, is um, I went to see a, a festival called Eclectic Agi et Dijanti um, last fall at the Mai, and uh, the that year's theme, I guess, or the the artists that they chose to support that year were artists that were all over 55 years old um which i i was just so excited to to be there and to to be able to be introduced to all of these wonderful artists that i couldn't believe i hadn't uh heard of before for the most part um and i was so encouraged that that kind of support was available um for you know 
when when I become 55 <laughs> or something, yeah, I think a lot of us wonder about that. Unfortunately, well, that that's the uh, that was the end of that uh, that support. Right. It was the last year, <laughs> right? Right, and it's there. It's not happening again. <laughs> right. Yes. What um, can you say anything about what it was like to work with that festival, or whether you came to them with an idea for this piece, and and that was kind of. Actually, actually, I I I I heard through a friend uh, that uh, Parker Marsh. He, he is a fantastic sound artist. He sent me that uh, uh, my is has this project and they are looking for artists. That's my age. <laughs> right. Then <laughs> I I really I always had this in mind to do this uh, something about uh, Iranian female singer that uh, after revolution they have been forbidden their voice have been forbidden. They they couldn't mm-hmm. sing. There, there, no radio, no TV in, in Iran. They never, after the revolution, played their song or showed them. In, uh, and I always had. I was my wish was to do something about it. And uh, and when the, I uh, I didn't even. Uh, it was I just had something in my mind. I didn't had n- anything in, in paper. And mm-hmm. when Parker sent me that. Uh, uh, this uh, opportunity told me about this uh, project, this uh, festival. I, I sat that night until 4 a.m. <laughs> oh wow! And I, I wrote what I had in mind. Right. Okay. So it did, it started with writing. Yes. And right. and then I I, I sent it to my, and gladly they liked it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they asked me. And actually, I started working on the project when they told me they wanted to have me in the festival, which right. was a fantastic opportunity for me because they, it allowed me, it forced me somehow to work on this mm. project that I always had in mind and I wanted to, uh, to create something about it. And, and, and I, that was a great opportunity, meeting with other artists, so many fantastic artists I met there. They were amazing dancer, performer, musician, mm. so wonderful, so wonderful. Yeah, a really, really wonderful mix of performances. Mm. And there's nothing like an audience yes. to get you to, to make something, the pressure of being met with an audience. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, so we're going, to, we're going to listen to just about a five-minute excerpt of the beginning of Sherazad's piece. Um, the audio that you'll be listening to was played live for an audience, so you will hear rumblings of the audience. Great. Here, here is the beginning of Forbidden Voices. Summer for my family was time to spend at the cottage near a blue and restless Caspian Sea. For us children, time at the sea was a real definition of heaven. Life was just perfect. I vividly remember a hot summer evening of 1976. I was sitting alone at the beach with my transistor radio. Amarul Muluk Vaziri's song was playing. Aman as in Del Kedad, Faran as in Del Kedad, Bedast Shirin, Anan Farhad, Kesar Behasrat Nahad. Deep into my thought, 
thinking about the guy who was following me on my way to school every morning for the last two months before summer starts. He never said a word during that 10 minutes walk behind me. But last morning before the summer holiday was different. I could feel him getting closer. Finally, as I was five steps away from my school's gate, I heard his voice for the first time. Can you tell me your name? I hesitated and wished to look back, but shyness was stronger than my courage and forced me to rush inside the school without turning back. I turned my radio's volume up. Amar was still singing. of a messenger, voice of a courageous bird, a phoenix, who rise from the ashes of the darkness hundred years ago, not so long after 1905 constitutional revolution in Iran. In that summer evening, while listening to her voice, I never thought how significant Kramer's role was in Iranian female artists' life, how deeply she affected Iranian women's life in general. It is hard to believe it was only during my great-grandmother and my grandmother's era when for the first time ever a female singer dared to step on the stage at the Grand Hotel in the famous Lalazar Street in Tehran without hijab, without a veil to perform. Shabud, Yaban bud zemestan bud, Uran bud sarmaye faravan bud, Yaram dara gusham harasan bud, I was born and grew up during 60s and 70s, a period that a famous Lalazar street in the heart of Tehran was filled with cafes, theater, disco, and many vibrant large and small cabaret. Like most teenagers, music was an important part of my everyday life. My dream was to become a singer once. 70s was the time of tight pants and mini skirts in Iran. Time that lovers could walk hand in hand in public without being arrested. Time that our most popular showman was openly gay. Fereydoun Farouk a brilliant artist who was forced into exile after the 1979 Islamic Revolution and has been murdered, brutally cut into pieces in his house in the hands of Iranian regime in August of 1992. تن تو زهر تابستون به یادم میاره رنگ چشمای تو بارون به یادم میاره وقتی نیستی زندگی فرقی با زندون نداره قلب تو تلخی زندون به یادم میاره من نمازم تو رو هر روز دیدنه از لب دوست دارم شنیدنه تن تو زهر تابستون به یادم میاره رنگ چشمای تو بارون به یادم میاره وقتی نیستی زندگی فرقی با زندون نداره قلب تو تلخی زندون به یادم میاره من نمازم تو رو هر
or this opportunity to allow us to listen some somewhere and not to be distracted with anything else, just to hear. Mm. And this is for me. This I I always have this passion, this love to 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 do to make people or to ask people to come and sit somewhere and listen only. Then the rest is on their own. They can imagine whatever they want to imagine, but at least they listen because we are. I feel even though I love I love photography, I love documentary film. It's nothing to do that I'm. But but I feel we are being bombarded with visual. Um, photos, mm-hmm. with, you know, it's too much, and it doesn't allow us to think anymore. It's too many pictures everywhere, too many videos everywhere, and not that I'm against all that because I use all that a medium as well. But I feel there are there are times that we need to sit and just listen to uh, to allow our listening ability to grow because mm-hmm. it's important. I feel we are losing this ability. There are so many things is happening around us. Even noise is so 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 much noise when you go on the street. There is no you can't hear. There is everything, and uh, I feel this is this is uh, for me. It's this pleasure of um, that people come with willingly to sit in dark and listen to the stories that I'm telling them. It's the greatest pleasure, greatest, uh, mm. uh, it's, it's a great honor. I, I love that. <laughs> I loved it too. <laughs> I think the whole audience loved it. Thank you. Yeah, and there are these beautiful, you're given these opportunities to imagine La Lazar Street or um, this, the Caspian Sea. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, you go through so many places in such a short time, but you are really allowed to kind of really savor that those moments because you are in the dark. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's really nice. Thank you. Um, I wanted to ask also, um, you, you work with oral history, a lot as I understand it mm-hmm. and also as an activist mm-hmm. and does this work in particular feel like feel like part of part of those worlds or mm-hmm. does it feel kind of separate no it is abso- uh, absolutely it's all together I, I, I am affiliate of uh, oral history center at Concordia that's okay. uh, it's a great opportunity with me, for me to be there and I have a facility to go work there anytime I want okay. it's amazing as an artist, to have this uh, this opportunity, and it's a fantastic place. I I, I encourage <laughs> many people to come to become affiliate there. It's a, it's a great place. Mm-hmm. Now it's under construction, but soon it's going to be finished. But uh, yeah, and and oral history is important for me because uh, I think history for me is not in a book. I of course we had a history. Uh, um, uh, course in, in Iran in, uh, when we were at school, but uh, I learned, for, for uh, to be honest, I learned nothing from those books because this was the story of kings and queens and wars and this and that, that it wasn't interesting for me at all. I, di- I didn't learn anything about my country mm-hmm. uh, uh, through those books, but I learned uh, history of my country, story of my country that I grew up 
uh, through my my father's story because he was a political activist. He was uh, he was political prisoners. He was, uh, and he he knew a lot about this uh, politics of that country and what is happening there. And I learned, uh, uh, I learned about Iran through his life, through the stories he was telling us. And that's for me. That's it. It's uh, it's oral history or or history that people are people's life story is uh, more important than anything for me. And I I'm trying uh, at least in past 10, 15 years to to interview different people. And and uh, I traveled uh, a few times to Kurdistan and I interviewed so many Kurdish Iranian female fighters. Mm. And uh, I did a documentary about them. I'm doing another documentary soon. Hopefully, it's going to be finished. But uh, at the same time, I have so many interviews. I'm trying to, uh, to, 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 to create this podcast to be able to regularly uh, put up all these interviews that I have because I think each and every one of us, we are full of stories in our life. Mm-hmm. And we just don't realize it when we don't talk about it. And, and that's, it's important uh, for, uh, and if we tell our story, people will know us, or else we are just everybody else. We don't know each other. We are just walking around and passing by, but without knowing each other. That's why it's important each and every one of us to tell our story, who we are, where do we come from, and what's, what's our hopes, and what is, what, what, how, do, how do we see the future for us? Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think it's very, yeah, it's becoming very rare nowadays to have, to have those moments where, where someone kind of instigates a story from, yeah, I think especially of, of the, the older generations who, who have so much to to tell, and sometimes there isn't a place to do that or a way to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the importance of starting those conversations and getting getting those stories either down on paper or or the importance of hearing the the voice mm-hmm. of the person saying their own story. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I I wanted to. Um, to play a bit of uh, Shahrazad's, uh, the ending of Shahrazad's piece, um, which I think is fantastic. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, would you like to say anything about it before, before I play it? My singing? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the song that my father used to sing for us all the time. And it's a folk song from north of Iran that I, it's uh, where I was born and grew up. And um, I'm not a singer, but I guess I, I just dare to do something crazy. And, <laughs> and I was very, very nervous, actually. And mm-hmm. uh, Janet Lum, this fantastic musician, uh, I guess uh, she, her presence there and, and her encouragement allowed me to, 
to be able to to be in tune and be able to sing because I was I'm sure if I was alone on the stage I would have <laughs> lose it <laughs> but, but she was there and I'm so grateful for her being there and mm-hmm. so with her generous presence and uh, such a kind human being but yeah and 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 I I decided I guess uh, to sing at the end uh, to honor all these singers that they're not allowed to sing anymore and uh, yeah <laughs> mm. this was this is the story of my singing with <laughs> wonderful <laughs> well thank you so so much for coming in today it's been such a pleasure talking to you and yeah we'll yeah definitely keep your ears uh open for for the the podcast project that Sherzad is working on and also another another performance of of this first sound piece in the fall in October in October yes. in October yes Wonderful. thank you so much it was a pleasure to be here to to have a conversation with you and uh, the, my podcast uh, some of the podcast is in Farsi and Kurdish I'm sure oh, and it's hard to put subtitle for podcast but but yes. there will be there is a there is english is also is going to be because i interviewed many mm-hmm. uh, montrealer activists who is for their focus and their life focus is social justice and this i'm 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 i interview few and i'm i'm gathering more and more interviews that hopefully those are going to come and it's going to be part of a podcast as well. Thank you so Perfect. much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um so here so here is the last uh the last segment of Sherasat's piece Forbidden Voices. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> Nelly was one of my favorite singers from mid-70s. A gentle, tiny, young, beautiful pop singer with heavenly voice. Who could imagine listening to her gentle voice will be a crime one day? After the establishment of Islamic Republic in Iran, Iran's supreme leader Ayatollah Khomeini declared a fatwa, religious order, to forbid women from singing in public. Ayatollah believed, like women's hair, women's voice have the potential to trigger immoral sexual and sensual arousal. For that tonight, we are here to honor those who can imagine a world with no discrimination, to honor those who never gave up their dreams, and to the honor of the singers, who lost their voice in past decades under fundamentalist rules. Here I am. Here we are willingly triggering immoral, sexual, and sensual arousal by singing and dancing.
جمعه بازار جمعه دل جمعه دل جن جن سیمبر و دل بر و زوغ دیدار جمعه دل جمعه دل آی جن جن تا ایم خون فو ترکه تجولم بس چرا نوسی با تنم گب زن باز دینی با ملال و بلم نتنم گوزم شراب کزر چیم میره چاکنم با فردگم توشگه یا آکنم روز دینم تیچم پاچه کلای باز دینی با ملال و بلم نتنم گوزم مدی منستنم تو میمنستنی آخر چی بابا با کاره که بیبیبزم و پار هزار چیم میره چاکنم فردگم توشگایم واکنم روز دینم تیچوم پرچه کلم باز دینی با ملال و بلم نتنم گبزن مدی منستنم تو میمنستنی آخر چی بابا با کارا که بیبیسته با بار 